Good morning. How are you? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Good morning. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. <laughs> yes. Happy Friday. I am totally fucking with you, ma'am. How are you? Happy Friday. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. It's been kind of um, a hectic week and a lot of good and a lot of bad. Like it, two polar opposites have been in my presence, but it's, I think it's supposed to be that way. Um, and I was telling my friend Danny, like it's, um, instead of fixing it, I'm supposed to feel it. And so I'm, I'm trying to just be in the moment. I will tell you that cosmically and energetically being torn between two opposites is a balancing situation. Hello, Libra. A, a court, yeah, a court, <laughs> no, uh, you know, uh, uh, my, my moon is in Libra which is direct opposition of my Aries. And that imbalance has caused that stretching between those two very different things has caused me to find balance. So when two opposite things are pulling you in the center is where you find the no gravity. It's like a space station. The closer you get to the center around which everything is spinning and being taught, the less gravity you feel. So you find balance. So you're, you're in the waiting place is what's happening and the floating mm -hmm. place and the balancing place and it sucks yep sucks yeah it's very a it's a very strange stasis for sure um but while i'm doing that and doing all this processing um with family stuff that people probably don't know about outside of um <clears throat> my private conversations with friends um I'm having to replace my labels that I ordered back in Texas because I've been doing this stupid thing. Um, and even though Benson can see me, um, nobody else can. <laughs> I, yeah, we, we hit um, a milestone and needed to upgrade to a pro because we've recorded so much and have so many people watching. So now we have video capability. We can see each other. And eventually we might start doing these podcasts with a video so you can see our lovely asses. Yeah. And upload them onto um, YouTube um, because people want to see the emotive process. And, you know, I'm about to show you my labels, but like this label right here, I love my label. A great label. But I've literally been cutting them off cutting the backside off so it's just a straight label because the backside reads hand wash line dry austin texas <laughs> and i you know honestly i do have 60 or so of these labels i put them in some custom things but it's time to order new labels honestly megan why did you ever put a location <laughs> on your label oh that's like um was that back when you had the feels for austin and austin was crunchy granola new fashion and it seemed cool because it never was no it was more of an homage to my auntie that was a milliner and you know all of the labels from all of these garments that she would make or hats that she would make and garments that she would wear um you know needing to per personify a presence in fashion um would always have the location in it. So like, you know, New York or Dallas, Texas, or, you know, and so the, it was more of a throwback and homage to um, prior. I love, I, I know. I love that. I mean, a lot of, a lot of the old school fifties and sixties design houses did that, but I'd be like, bitch, are you really only going to design from Austin? 
Yeah, and like, do I put Centennial? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I will tell you there was a time when, when I considered putting uh, Made in Detroit or Detroit Made mm -hmm. or, you know, on, on my tags. And I was like, you know, while that's cool to say and it has some grit to it, I don't know that what happens if I move? That was literally my question. And thank God I didn't do that because I moved. But much like you and, and Bravo for this, people who have the silk label, is yours a silk woven or is it a silk printed? Uh, it's a printed. Okay. Yeah, it does not You're have. going to woven labels, tell me. I've got to find the right um, surface for it because it can't be itchy on the back. Okay, but you're um, it's and and you know trying to find the weavers that are still out there because goodness gracious, so many label houses closed down. That the one that I got those from was no longer. Was that the Austin or the Texas company that was printing labels? Because there was one in Austin. For they were out of Dallas. Yeah, there's one in Austin now that has pretty good prices. They do printed labels. I may be able to help yeah. you find a good weaver. You need a good rayon thread. And because you're folding them in half, the scratchy side should never touch. But I always put my care instructions on the back side too. I'm like, and upside down. So when you flip it, it's right side up. And my care instructions mm -hmm. were on my label. And I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a fiend for the woven label because you know if you're giving me ten thousand dollars for a dress, it should have a woven label in it. Just saying. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's labels. Like labels are a pain in the ass, right? They're poopy and like you know they require their own pass um in a machine generally speaking um and their replace their placement has to be really kind of methodical in in bras that it's either some type of iron-on thing or they've done an insert into the hook and eye and again you have to do a secure pass otherwise shit gets wonky my, so my biggest challenge with labels is when i when i'm making one of the lace dresses like people want a label, but they don't want the label showing through the back of their dress. And I'm like, well, so now I put the label in at the hem uh, uh, where the goop here, mm -hmm. a lace is the thickest. So their labels at their hem, yeah. they can see their care instructions. Um, and and um, it boggles my mind when people bring me box labels that have to be box sewn. I'm like, really? Well, Four pass label, which is fine. There's a machine that does it automatically, but I'm like, you realize that that thread is going to show through your garment. Is that what you, are you looking yeah. for the square on the back of your, I mean, if you are, I have no problem. I'll charge you for all those passes, but really? Well, and like the nicer kids clothes that my kids seem to gravitate towards have a four pass label. And I'm like, I'm not a fan of overt designer advertising. I'm more of a subversive advertiser, a fan, patron, whatever you want to call it, in that I'd rather the design go, oh, that's Benson's or, oh, that's Gail's or that's Megan's design, you know, and, and like, I, I feel like people's textile voice and shape um, created onto the body is a voice, um, a very readable to different designers and why plaster why your label on it. Never wear anything with anyone's logo on my chest unless they're paying me to advertise. And in fact, I don't advertise myself on my chest. I'm, I'm better than a t-shirt people. Uh, and I'm a fan now of the press on labels because I, I'm really itchy with labels. I always have been, I cut them out immediately. 
And I, I really mm -hmm. don't want people to cut the care part of the label out. So, but how do I put that on lace? So I, I yeah. have to have labels and I always, I always choose a fold and half label because I can put that into a pass someplace on the dress and not have to make a separate pass. I'm not a big mm -hmm. fan of the square label and I really don't like labels that are on the outside unless that's the gig that you're working. If that's, that's yeah. the gig that you're working then right on for you. Um, why don't you just embroider that on your shirt instead? Well, I would love it if we could um, share some of our research about labels, um, maybe with some links in um, our podcast or um, share with our friends um, in the Facebook group. But because there's so few of them out there now compared to before COVID, um, I think it, it's important. Like, and I definitely need a big fat refresh on my label situation for the voice of my garment. I have been going through all of my wholesalers in LA and there are my wholesale list. I must have, uh, Oh, 80, uh, 80 vendors that I deal with. And I am going through each and every single one of them and, uh, calling to see if they're still in business. And it's, it's really yeah. sad how many aren't. How many numbers are disconnected? But um, and maybe our notes for today are like you know we're searching too. <laughs> Join the crowd. <laughs> well, well, resourcing is a whole new landscape. It is. It's a whole new landscape. Thankfully, some of my more yeah, established vendors are still there, but but some of the some of the quirky little vendors uh, and jobbers that I use they're gone. You know they were having to pay six thousand dollars for their for their booth in the fabric market in L.A. and they couldn't do that for a year without having clients. I, like my fabric store, yeah, closed, my retail and, shop closed. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm doing it is today. What it is. I'm off on a label yeah, search. Off on a label hunt. Uh, where are you going to start? Uh, well, I'm probably going to start again, like you, with my old files. Just pull them out and see last man standing who has a good price <laughs> but i also want to see some samples because you're right it's a it's a tactile thing um and it has to be because it's worn so close to the body it has to be just right right i am looking to see well i've been enjoying our friday conversations i hope you have a good day uh, are we done I can yeah go back to we're done for our friday call I can go back to doing the nothing that I was doing when you called me. You can oh, you can fine. send me whatever you want to send me for labels. I, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no I, I I am I am going to. Um, I think yeah I I will um, I PCB label is still in business. That's where you want to check out PCB label. They're on Grand Avenue, uh, in. Are they still in Los Angeles? They might be. Well, I'm going to send them a request for a sample for sample, a certain. Yeah. yeah. They are. Right, they, well, they, everything they do is, is great quality. Yeah. 33 hours. I can't to, wait to see what they do. To get there. Directions on MapQuest say 33 hours for me. <laughs> Start driving now. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I will talk with you on Tuesday. Uh, um, okay. What are we doing on Tuesday? Um, I don't know if What's we're this? going to be able to re-record stuff, but that it's going to be our third episode release. 
That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Do we remember what we're going to talk yes. about? So I can be prepared. I would have to pull my notes uh, oh, no, because okay, well, no. I've been <laughs> editing so much. So, sometimes it's awesome <laughs> to come in unprepared. Um, okay, so uh, as is becoming my custom, I am going to mention that everyone should check out Angel for Fashion at www.angelforfashion.com. Check out some Ukrainian designers that are exciting and very modern. Um, it's all high-end stuff, so please don't get any sticker shock. But if you are looking for some good pieces, check out those designers and please support them while their country and their businesses are under siege. Yeah, and each purchase helps build your wardrobe and a lifetime wardrobe, not just like, you know, this is a fad. Is it on our list to talk about uh, the investment of fashion and the investment of apparel? If it's not, it should be. Oh, because, okay. because that good, page is open. I got to open that one. I'm sorry, good, uh, but good, yes, I will add that. Good apparel is an investment. And we need to talk about yeah, how and when to invest and, and recognizing what is actually uh, an investment piece. All right. I, I'm done. Yeah. I love you. Feel better. I love you, too. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to contact us, if you have any questions or if you'd like to find our social media or you'd like to become a Patreon contributor, please go to our website, www.advancedfashiondisruption.com.